Hello, hello, my beautiful people, and welcome or welcome back to the Authentically Blue podcast. I am your host, Carlson, and in today's episode, we are talking all about habits. Authentic Rambles is a segment of the podcast where I ramble about topics candidly. I discuss what's on my mind and my thoughts on this topic. I am not an expert in this field and have not perfected anything but enjoy learning about stuff. So join me as I share my thoughts in this moment and any tips and tricks on various topics. In this episode, I share micro and macro habits that I have integrated in my life. I also share tips and tricks that I have learned while accumulating these habits that have improved my life. And later on, towards the end, I dive into responses that I got on Instagram. So I put up a poll on my Instagram story, both my personal account and the podcast's Instagram account, which is all linked down below if you want to join in in the future. And I asked a couple of questions and I got a couple of good responses. So thank you for chipping in if you did. We will dive into that at the end. Oh, also a quick side note. In the description box down below, I also have a timeline which I have included for this episode because I've realized that I rumble a lot, as you can tell by the nature and even the name Authentic Rumbles. And I am aware that there are a group of people who enjoy the rumbling I am included when I listen to other podcasts. I absolutely love that. But at the same time, I am aware that there are people who prefer straight to the point. If you are one of those people and you don't really care to hear the segment portion, which includes an interesting thing that happened this week, what I'm grateful for and a word to the wise, you can skip straight to the main part and the timestamps will be linked down below. The segment portion of the podcast. An interesting thing that happened this week. My brother's school had a graduation and he was performing on stage. So me and my mom went to go watch him perform. He was amazing. But um, the interesting thing that happened is there are different performances on stage. A few of the performances, one song in particular, really stood out to me because I haven't heard that song in over 13 years. And I used to sing this song while I was in primary school a lot. It unlocked a childhood memory. I was like, oh my goodness, this is insane. I felt a wave of nostalgia and deja vu and happiness. And it was a weird feeling, but I relished it and loved it in the moment. So that's my interesting thing. What am I grateful for this week? Family. Oh my goodness, I am so grateful for family. I am appreciating every moment I have with them. And if you're listening, please go tell your loved ones you love them or give them a hug. You don't want to do it directly. Show them you love them through your actions because actions do be speaking louder than words. And appreciate them while you're here because we never know what life has in store. My word to the wise for this week's episode is an extract from Melody Beatty's book, Journey to the Heart. If you've never heard of this book before, it's a book that has meditations for each day. Its aim is to help you free your soul. I know that sounds insane, but it's kind of amazing how insightful different daily reflections and meditations in the book. So I don't need it every day, but the days I do, I kind of enjoy it. Um, since we're talking about habits, I'll probably incorporate it into my habits. So here we are. The extract I'm reading is from November the 22nd, and it reads... 
open up to who you are stop criticizing yourself stop telling yourself everything you think feel want and do is wrong or at least not quite right you've been holding back censoring yourself for far too long your creativity your intuition the voices of your soul is the very voice you've been silencing for many reasons we learn to criticize and censor ourselves we may have grown up with people who've stifled our inner voice our wisdom our knowledge of truth our sense of truth may have caused them to feel uneasy so they told us to hush it met their needs to keep us quiet so we learned to hush ourselves it was how we survived no longer do we need to meet other people's needs not that way we don't have to be afraid of ourselves or what we will find if we look inside We don't need to run from ourselves. We don't need to hide or hush ourselves. We are creative, loving, purposeful beings. That's the end of the meditation. At the end of the meditation, there is a poem she's written or it kind of looks like a poem. I guess it is. It reads, "It's time to open up to yourself, to your grandest dreams and aspirations, your real inclinations and desires, your wisdom and knowledge about what is true and what is real. Open up to who you are." listen to yourself express yourself enjoy who you are and you will find others enjoying you too now let's dive in shall we what are habits i personally believe habits are intentional behaviors that we repeat over a period of time in a systematic manner And if you really do think about it, our life is a full string of habits, things we do every day. By being aware of the habits we implement in our day and our life, we are more aware of our life and I will touch on this in a little bit. The habits we have in our life are really important. In the beginning of creating habits in our life, they may seem tedious and annoying and long and frustrating, and that's why so many people don't stick to habits. whereas the key ingredient for habits is consistency don't get me wrong i still struggle with certain aspects of consistency these parts of my life where i have mastered consistency for instance working out going on walks and so many other things but there are things i still struggle with so everyone's capabilities are different and we give ourselves grace on this corner of the internet Another thing I want to mention before I dive into the micro habits is I know people who do not like structure and routine and find it very mundane, find it boring, find it robotic and just repetitive. On the other hand, I know people who absolutely love structure and can't live their life without it. And then there's some people who are in the middle, like me. I like knowing I have a structure and I like having structure that's loose and not rigid. so it gives me the leniency to fall back and relax at the same time have some accountability and direction in my life and of course if you're one of the other two people on either find the balance and do what works for you micro habit number 1 i'm going to say is making your bed oh my goodness i'm trying to get my brothers to master this skill because It's not something when you put enjoy doing, but once you get into the routine of doing it, you feel accomplished early in the morning, and it's an easy task to do. It takes you less than 2 minutes and you feel like you've won the day already. That's how I personally feel when I do it, and it prevents you from going back in bed and being lazy and doing whatever. So, make your bed as soon as you wake. 
Number two, having a consistent time waking up. Now, this is something I'm working on. Um, It's been something I've been trying to do, but I am such a night owl. You can't clearly tell I'm recording this podcast in the middle of the night. And um, it doesn't have to mean you wake up early. It just means you wake up around the same time every single day. Well, most days, it could be weekdays and then weekends you relax a bit more. But having a consistent time that you wake up is good for your body and a consistent time that you sleep. I used to, I think we all do this when we're younger, but then as we become adults, we kind of lose that. And I feel it's very important for our bodies, the structure and routine and the consistency. Number three is taking the stairs. I accredit this micro habit to my aunt who I lived with for a while. She used to take the stairs every time we were in a train station in London or in her building and she's just like I'm busy I have kids and if I can't find a simple way to get my steps and exercise in I'm gonna take it and true to her word she did become more fit and lose some weight while doing it but it's one of those things where it may seem tedious and annoying in the beginning but the more you do it you kind of enjoy it and you get to places faster so take the stairs when you can instead of the lift or the escalator if you have the time (laughs) make the time Number four, which is super important to me, is nature. Oh my goodness, I am in love with nature, as you can... I don't know if you guys could tell from the episodes, but I grew up in a place called Kericho, and there was a lot of greenery and trees around me, and I just love nature. It's such a beautiful creation. By nature, I mean I absolutely love the greenness, the trees going outside, the sunrise, the sunset, the moon, everything to do with nature micro habits whether it's going for a walk in the evening or just going outside and seeing nature gets you away from the screen gets away from different things and makes you feel grounded if it's tricky to go out in nature i know some people who have house plants and absolutely love it they find it soothing and relaxing i do plan on doing this in the future i actually had a house plant at one point but i don't anymore It wasn't even a real one, it was a fake one, but seeing the green every day made a difference. It just boosted my mood. Lastly, for my micro habits, I have learning a new skill because this is really beneficial for our brain. I know we're all in different stages in life. Some of you may still be learning, some of you may be working. Learning tends to be really boring sometimes or it can be repetitive and annoying and frustrating and it's just one of those things you have to do in life. Um, whether it's primary, secondary, university, whichever level you're in. As we're adults, very easy to stop learning. Having a skill or learning something different in a way that's fun to you is so important and amazing. Personally, a skill I'm actually currently learning, crazily enough, is knitting. I have wanted to learn how to knit since 2012. I kid you not, it's been 10 years. And when I landed in Kenya, I went to visit a couple of family members and when I was in one family member's house after I left I was like you know what we used to live in these areas in 2012 let me pop by and see if the knitting um, shop is still open and I kid you not the shop was exactly the same it was 10 years ago how do I remember that (laughs) I have no idea and I walked into the shop like hey I can't believe you guys are still open I came in here 10 years ago buying wool and needles because I wanted to learn how to crochet And the guy was like, wow, you must have been a kid back then. And all of this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was pretty young. And I told the guy, I want to learn something new and pick up the skill again. And he recommended, he's like, for a beginner, I would recommend this needle. I personally got the crochet. So I have the crochet in the needle. I'll post it on my Instagram for those of you who follow me there so you can see. 
and I have been knitting like crazy and I love it because it engages my mind it's meditative it's therapeutic I feel like my mind is still because I'm not watching a screen or you know I can talk to people while doing it and just relax plus because I am a podcast junkie I constantly listen to podcasts while doing it or relaxing music because i do enjoy music too so yeah pick up a new skill and learn it could be anything it could be skating it could be reading it could be cooking um so many different ways to enjoy this life we live in macro habits i have a couple of macro habits i'm going to include in this episode i might do a part two later onwards but number one i have gratitude this is a huge one for me i do this every single day and i find it really beneficial to my mental health my well-being and how i am in general i find practicing gratitude helps you appreciate life the little moments in life you get to pay attention to them as they happen we're so used to focusing on things that go wrong or bad things in our life and it's easy to be negative and be a pessimist however by practicing gratitude this mindful habit helps center you ground you and makes you appreciate your day the way i personally do it is at the end of each day i open my notes up on my phone and you cannot tell me that you don't have a notes app everyone has a notes app whichever phone you're using i mean get a notebook if you have to but we all have phones whatever you're listening to this if you're listening to this on a laptop or an ipad or a speaker okay a speaker is kind of different but wherever you are listening to this i'm sure you can find somewhere that has a notes application on whichever device it is open the notes up let's start from december i usually do it weekly so i put down december 1st december 2nd 3rd 4th 5th 6th 7th that's 7 days every monday every first i write down hmm actually let me i was going to open my notes up but my phone just died <laughs> so i'm going to have to improvise from my head i think like yesterday something i was grateful for i would say is movement i as you guys could tell in the update episode i was sick for a while and i couldn't move around so once i did start being able to move around i have been appreciating it like crazy as i said health is wealth something else i could be grateful for is Yesterday I told an aunt of mine that my podcast was number 14 on the Kenyan charts and she was ecstatic and she was like I'm so proud of you and remember when this podcast was just an idea in your head and look at you doing it and motivating yourself and putting yourself out there you're a butterfly who's flying I was like yes a wholesome moment like that I put that down in my notes I spent a moment with my brother who's a toddler and he is such a happy human being may God bless him And I wrote down in my notes app, I'm grateful for my brother. He he makes me feel so wholesome and happy with how happy he is. I don't know, picture a baby happy. It's such an amazing feeling. Whatever it is, it could be a few days ago. I'll give you this the last one I'm doing because I can go on and on and on because I I remember each one of them. I was watching a show. I think this one was The Flash. Um I stopped watching it a few years ago because someone ruined it for me and I forgot what the spoiler was. So I could go back and actually watch it. I just needed a mindless show that I didn't have to go in and out of. But um yeah, I was watching The Flash while doing laundry in the house and my brother joined me and I was like, "Hey, can I watch an episode with you?" I was like, "It's 18 plus, but you can watch this one episode with me." and he really enjoyed it and i was like if you hear a bad word you don't get to repeat the bad word <laughs> thankfully there were not many bad words but small stuff he's a kid so he was like why are they saying that and i was like bro relax 
The next day I was asleep and I woke up and I could hear him telling our other brother and my parents, "Oh my goodness, I loved watching spending time with Carlson last night. We got to watch The Flash and she's such a cool sister and whatever, whatever." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." And then my brother, my other brother came up to me like, "Hey, when are we going to watch something?" I was like, "Fine. You can only watch one episode and that's it. No more." But it's moments like that that I write down and then at the end of the year or at the end of the month I reflect and look back and I almost go back to those moments and just appreciate what happened because I can vividly remember how I felt in that moment. Gratitude is amazing, my people. Number 2 we have movement. I have talked about movement a lot. Oh my goodness. I have I sat in one position for too long and I feel like my leg is dead and there's a mosquito roaming around this room. that I want to squish but I am almost done with the episode so we will persevere through um yes movement movement is very important i've talked about this a lot and everyone's ability is completely different so some people may be able to do a hit workout and other people may not be able to do that other people may enjoy walking some people may not these different preferences and these different comfort levels that's a disclaimer before we begin and there's no need to feel ashamed or feel less than because you can't i remember this is a bit of a side note as usually rumble in these rumble episodes but um last actually this year i think i don't know which month it was it was probably february i was doing oh a monthly yoga challenge and i think she's called yoga with adrian on youtube she is amazing so every day she'd go live or release a video and do it so in the comments we'd all hold each other accountable and i remember someone commenting saying i haven't stretched in a very long time and i feel like i'm capable and i feel horrible and i i left a comment to this person saying our bodies have different capabilities for someone who does swimming or stretching or basketball or running like our body it all it takes is practice When I started working out, I couldn't do a plank for more than a minute and a half, and now I can definitely do that. So, the more you consistent you are with the habit, the easier it is to do. Okay, enough with the disclaimer. I hope that helps somebody out there, but um movement is really important for our health, both physical and mental. There's so many benefits to it. We get endorphins. I mean, happy endorphins. It's amazing. For those of you who don't know what endorphins are, endorphins are chemicals that are released in our body when we exercise and they make us feel good in terms of our mental health movement helps in terms of regulating our emotions so you can work out if you're really happy or work out if you're really sad if you're really angry and sad by working out it changes your energy because you get to focus on something and release these emotions plus you get the happy endorphins and this is amazing And lastly in terms of movement we get a sense of accomplishment we feel proud of ourselves we become more confident in life you're holding you accountable you get to trust you more and love you more there's so many benefits to movement so definitely get your body moving plus movement is a gift not everybody in this lifetime can move some of us have been blessed with different capabilities when you're old you may not be able to work out as you are now who knows the people who have got into accidents or people who have challenges and don't get me wrong i have seen people who let's say don't have part of their body and they run marathons and do these things and it's amazing like that kind of determination is so admirable so appreciate your body get it moving and see how that is for you in terms of movement as i said 
experiment with what works for you like don't just try out one type of workout routine and think ah oh, this sucks this doesn't work for me there's so many different types of workouts out there there's yoga there's sports there's like running basketball swimming there's walking there's skipping there's pilates there's yoga there's hot yoga i mean there's cardio there's hit workouts boxing swimming i mentioned swimming um there's so many different types of workouts out there it doesn't have to be expensive either i mean you went through a whole pandemic where things were locked down for months on end and people did manage to work out i personally alternate between going to the gym and working out at home there's so many amazing apps out there at the moment that you can work out with youtube there's so many youtube videos you can work out with you can work out in your backyard if you have a backyard or you can work out in a field near you or in your room like these literally workouts online that are for small spaces to get your body moving and there really is no excuse other than laziness because there are people who have two jobs and still get up early to work out if something is a priority to you you make it work full stop period okay enough about movement i feel like i've rambled <laughs> rambled about that a lot but there are many benefits as you heard me say journaling the next macro habit i have is journaling and this links to gratitude some of you may think my goodness journaling oh hell no i am not doing that but um these different ways of journaling when i personally got into journaling i was kind of put off because i was like i have to write in a diary and i had a horrible experience when i was younger where i wrote in a diary and someone read my thoughts out loud and made fun of me and it kind of scared me so i was like i don't want to do this stuff anymore and you know life happens but i found ways around that took me years to get back into it but as i have said before i journal in my notes app and I used to journal physically especially in 2020. My birthday in 2020 I bought myself a journal and I journaled for 2 years straight. Well, a year and a half where I would write down how my day was, what's happening. And there's so many ways to journal. I personally, this is what I do, but you can research different methods of what works for you. You can follow prompts, you can write down how you're feeling, you can write down what's gone bad, you can write down where you want to be, kind of like a manifestation thing. Um there's different ways. What I do is I usually tend to journal a lot when I have a complicated situation going on or I need to understand my emotions and these tend to be negative emotions. I do not journal when I'm happy. I do do my gratitude journaling which is different, but I do that on a daily basis. So my journaling, I just write down what happened and I try to write what happened in a in not in a personal way. looking in my way I try and get myself outside of the situation and write down like this is what happened and this is how it made me feel. And with this I get to unpack my emotions and my thoughts and see what triggered me, why did I react the way I reacted. It just helps me be more self-aware. That's how I personally do my journaling. And journaling is important in so many ways. It helps us understand our emotions, the emotions that we have not unpacked, emotions that we need to have processed. Journaling also allows us to reflect on on our life and be self-aware as I just said because of patterns that may appear in your life and You know, when it's personal to us, we tend to be blindsided and not see the whole picture. Same thing with people who are around you. This is a side note, but I have different types of friends and people who I turn to for different situations. I'm sure you guys do too. But there are certain people who are more level-headed and check me when I am in the wrong, and I absolutely love that. I usually think, "Hmm, what would this person say?" If you're listening, you know exactly who you are, and I love you for it. I think, what would they say? 
what would they say about this situation like i know i messed up here am i too deep in my feelings for this am i in the wrong what is happening so hopefully if you do have someone in your life who you can turn to who helps you be level-headed and checks you when you're wrong at the same time chef's kiss go give that person a hug and appreciate them Another thing about journaling is you don't have to do it daily. There's this stigma around journaling where you kind of have to do it every day. You have to have a cute journaling book and all this stuff. You don't have to do all of that. Find what works for you. If you want to do it on your notes app, if you want to find an app, if you want to write it down, if you want a bullet journal, if you want to. There's so many ways and methods that you can figure this out. But find what works for you. And I don't know, maybe switch it around. Kind of like the movement. We're all different. Give yourself grace and try something new. Who knows? It may help you um, in different situations. Oh, I was going to say a voice memo. I used to voice memo a lot <laughs> before I started this whole podcasting journey. It clearly let me hear. But you can use your voice memo or voice notes. Is it voice notes? No, the voice app on your phone to record your emotions and just unpack and delete it later on if you feel like it. Or you can type it out on your computer or do it on your notes app or do it in a book or even record yourself and do it as a video journal to remember how it happened i have seen a couple of youtube videos where people do a heartbreak series where they document each stage of their heartbreak from the immediate shock to them healing and same thing with grief same thing with you know these heavy emotions or happy ones it all varies there's so many benefits to journaling, letting go of certain thoughts and emotions that allow us to get to know our day, relieving stress, seeing things from a different perspective. Plus, something that's absolutely beautiful that I love with journaling is you get to taste life twice. Once in the moment and in retrospect. And that's kind of fire if you ask me. Okay, another macro habit I have is you time. I am big on mental health, as you can tell. If you listen to my therapy episode, I touched on this quite a bit in terms of creating boundaries and doing things for you. So there's something called self-hug. I don't know if you've heard of this. Another aunt of mine introduced me to this, where you give yourself a hug when you're happy, proud, excited, or just need it in general. You just put your arms around yourself and you give yourself a nice cuddle. Sometimes we need that. When my aunt initially introduced this to me, I was like, I am not doing that. That is so weird. But I find myself doing that quite a bit. I'm not going to lie. After I got over the awkwardness. And then I came across this thing called a morning self-hug where you give yourself a hug in the morning and you check in with yourself. Um, You can do this with yourself and with your partner or your loved one. If you are away from them, you can check in on them digitally. One of the beauties of technology. There's so many ways to do it, but... um. In this aspect, I'm talking about you time. So a morning self-hug where you give yourself a hug. It doesn't have to be a physical hug. It can just be a check-in where you tell yourself like you're proud of yourself, what you want to achieve about the day, just check in and see how you're feeling. It makes a huge difference just checking in. If you don't want to do that, you can prioritize your you time by taking time to do things that nurture you. For instance, taking time to do your skincare, your hair care, doing a stretch, having a shower, whether that's in the morning or night, and just appreciating yourself in these moments, whether it's having a dance, reading, walking outside. I personally love doing all this. Some days I don't do it. As I said, I'm a middle person while doing my routines, but other days I absolutely need them. I tend to do them on most days. Another macro habit I have is do things that give you passion. Find something that you're passionate about and do it. Life gets so busy and so chaotic 
big and so loud and noisy and tiring. Finding something you're passionate about is so important and you don't have to find it right away but experiment with different things. This links back to the point of having or creating a new skill. For me, I'll give you my personal a personal thing that gives me passion. Yes, you are listening to this right now. It's this podcast. I love researching topics for this podcast, editing the podcast. I mean, editing is like the best part of the podcast. Recording it, sharing it, hearing people's feedback, being creative with it, whether that's like creating posts for social media or creating, trying to figure out how I want the podcast to be, coming up with ideas and editing. Find what you enjoy and do that. It could be anything. It could be a type of exercise you're doing, a book you're reading, your relaxed time at the end of the day. Yeah, and these things alternate, but find something that you're passionate about and enjoy. Something like a guilty pleasure and indulge, you know? This life is worth living. My last macro habit is meditation. I took a deep breath because breathing is part of meditation and there's so many benefits to breathing. Breathing can shift your mood, whether you're stressed out or nervous or anxious or afraid. Just by breathing, you get to shift from one mood to another and you get to ground yourself. And the importance of breathing, just centering yourself, it's one of the simplest ways to do it. So many of us don't even breathe correctly. I know that sounds wrong, but just do a quick search on how to breathe correctly by taking deep breaths. Like breath is very important. Um, My mind went somewhere gory, but I will not bore you guys with that. Yeah, there's so many benefits with meditation, being mindful. Meditation is part of mindfulness. That was it for micro and macro habits. I'm not going to dive into the tips and tricks of this podcast. By implementing habits, we inevitably avoid thinking more and making more decisions on things that don't need our energy and focus so we can channel this into more important things. For instance, a habit you can implement for the gym if movement is a priority of yours is taking out your workout clothes the night before and just setting it near your bed or somewhere that's more accessible in the morning and this will prevent you from choosing workout clothes in the morning same thing for picking your outfit for the next day i've been doing this for so many years where i just pick what i'm wearing out for the next day and it's just easier so when i wake up in the morning i just know this is what i'm wearing and i keep it moving that's an amazing tip i learned another tip i have is eating the frog i don't know if any of you have heard of this phrase It is from a time management guru called Brian Tracy. I first came across this analogy in in 2013. And the whole idea about eating the frog is doing the hardest task first, first thing in the morning or whenever you're starting your job. By eating the frog and doing the hardest thing, it has so many benefits because you're just tackling it head on and straight on. It helps you avoid procrastination. It makes you feel a sense of achievement and you're just getting shit done, which is amazing. Brian Tracy also talks about how if you have to eat two frogs, eat the ugliest frog first. So really look at your priorities and your list of the day and look at the hardest task that, okay, this is the most important thing I need to get done and the hardest thing and do that task first. I've done this a couple of times. I'm still working on this. As I said, I'm not perfect, but it makes a huge difference. So try this out. Speaking of eating the frog, Tim Ferriss has a similar ideology to this where he mentioned how doing a hard task first is really is worthwhile because it will pay dividends later onwards. So eat all your frogs in order of ugliness and you're going to see all the rewards with time. 
Another tip I have for productivity is turning off your notifications for apps that you don't necessarily need. So for me, I don't have notifications on all my social media and I don't have notifications on for other apps on my phone, like the game game apps I have or miscellaneous apps I don't use often. I literally just have my WhatsApp because I have a lot of family on there and I have my mail on. All the other apps, <laughs> not really. I don't really have them on. And it's made a huge difference because I don't go on these apps as often and I don't get distracted by other people's information and being bombarded on my phone all the time. And if I do want to see something, I get to click it on myself and have a look. That's an interesting tip I picked up during the last few years. Another tip I have is anchoring habits. Oh my goodness, this one is heaven. It just makes implementing habits so easy. So anchoring habits is bringing habits together, which allows you to be more consistent. For instance, we brush our teeth every day. After you brush your teeth, you immediately sit down and you go to your room and you meditate and breathe or you just meditate. Another thing is, this one is something I used to do often a lot. I don't do this now. I'm going to pick this back up. But when you're praying in the morning, you can incorporate a stretch while just after you pray. And so your mind knows every time I'm praying, I have to do a stretch. Every time I finish brushing my teeth, I'm going to do a meditation or a five minute breath work or a two minute or three minute, whatever suits you. But anchoring habits makes a huge difference. Planning your exercises ahead is another tip, or should I say trick, that I have learned, which is amazing. And I do this because sometimes I just get lazy and don't want to do certain workouts. But having picked out, okay, for five days a week, these are the workouts I'm doing and this is the time I'm doing it. And I just put it in my calendar and I see, okay, at this time, I need to do this because I don't have an excuse. I have the exercise planned out. I have my clothes ready. I have my timing set out. What excuse do you have, girl? Like, what excuse do you have? So that's an amazing one. Finding a minimum amount of times you're going to do that activity. Whatever habit it is, for instance, movement. I tell myself, say, I'm working out for a minimum of four times a week. And I make sure I do this at least four times a week. And that just helps me feel more, be more accountable and incorporate this habit more easily. Another tip I have is your attention. Your attention span is super important because attention is life, really, if you think about it. Wherever your attention is determines the nature and the quality of your whole life. Gaining the ability to have some relationship or control of how you spend your attention is so important because how you process this emotion and direct it changes profoundly. And your ability to live the life you want to live regardless of the circumstances of your life. Whether you're happy or sad, having the ability to bring your attention where you want it to be is insanely important. I don't know whether that's a tip or trick, but I just felt important to include that in this episode because attention span is so important. It's really our life, our focus. Similar to what I said earlier in terms of habits being our life consists of habits we do over a period of time. Same thing with attention span, like the quality of your life depends on this. Okay, another tip is the two-minute rule. If you've never heard of the two-minute rule before, the two-minute rule is there to avoid procrastination and help you accomplish all the small tasks you have in your life. If you can do an action in less than two minutes, do that action in this moment in time. For instance, a friend's birthday is coming up and we just became friends in the last year so I asked him when is your birthday and he told me the date 
and I put down all my priorities yesterday. Put this in your diary, in your calendar so you get a notification in the day. And I was like, I'm just going to do this right now. And I did it in less than two minutes and I take that off and it's done. I don't have to stress out or think about that again. So if you can do a task in less than two minutes, just do it in that moment in time and get the task done. Then there's the five minute rule. And the five minute rule is a cognitive behavioral technique that is designed to help you overcome procrastination and be more productive. Essentially, all you need to do is commit to spending just five minutes on whatever it is you're procrastinating on. After that, you're free to stop at any point. You may get into the task and you may not, but at least you've done five minutes of it and you get to gauge because most you get to gauge how long you need to take on the task because most of the times the fear is just starting. I've had that so many times and I'm sure you have too if you're listening. So get a timer, set five minutes and keep it pushing. Also on setting timers, another tip I learned is looking at a task and trying to figure out how long it will take you and then setting a timer for that time and doing it. That helps you be more accountable and just get the task done. Another tip I learned on timing is if you're procrastinating on doing something, count backwards. So if you're in bed and you don't want to get up, just think, okay, I'm going to count to one, five, four, three, two, one, and get up. Immediately you get to one. And by doing that, it disrupts your brain from thinking, I don't want to do this right now because you're counting backwards, which is something you don't do often. It's a trick that's worked so many times. So try it out and see how that works. Okay, that's all for my tips and tricks for this episode. I could go on and on, but I had to condense and pick a couple of them. Now I am going to look at some of the Instagram responses I got and touch on them. So a friend of mine said, waking up the same time every day, love hard. I do it regardless of my insomnia. And I touched on this before. This is so true. I currently don't do this in this moment in time, but it's a habit I plan on implementing from not tomorrow because it's usually 4am right now, (laughs) from Sunday because Saturday I have a function I'm going to and it's going to be a long one. So from Sunday, I really do plan on sleeping and waking up at the same time, even if it's, I just need that consistency in my life. Another person said, having awareness, you can be mindlessly doing things that are routinely bad. And that is so true because Look at me, for instance, with the sleeping. I know it's not good for me, but I keep doing it. And (laughs) I am actively going to do something about this. The same person said, repetition seems like a chore at first, but then naturally part of your routine. Yes, yes, yes. I said this in the beginning. I literally said when you're implementing a habit, it is so tedious. It can feel so tedious and tiring and frustrating because you have to actively think of it the more you do it the more it just becomes part of your routine and you you do it without thinking thank you for saying this someone else just said yeah (laughs) yeah man habits are important and then someone else said procrastination and it's a bad habit but it's become a habit crying emojis times three i feel you man and um the tips i gave on the timing may be really helpful so the two minute rule Okay, for procrastination, I'd say five-minute rule. Set a timer for five minutes and keep going. Or eat or do like, or pick up the Brent Tracy trick. Eat the frog first thing in the morning and just think of the consequences. <laughs> this is something that helped me a lot. Okay, I think I'm going to do those responses for now because I want to wrap up and go to bed. That is it for this week's episode, my beautiful people. 
If you're interested in habits and want to implement more habits in your life, I hope these tips I have shared are of value. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to review on the Apple Podcast app. The Apple Podcast app is literally the holy grail of podcasts and allows other people to discover the show so they can enjoy it too. And I love hearing your thoughts on Instagram. Everything is linked down below if you want to reach out. I would love to see... For those of you who listen to my podcasts, whether you're on a walk or you're doing your chores or whatever, I would love to see you post on your Insta stories and tag me if you want to do that. If not, I understand. Drop a DM. Let me know your thoughts on the podcast and how you're enjoying it. And lastly, thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week. 